Welcome to Probably Science. I'm Andy Wood, one of the regular hosts of this. Uh, the other two hosts, Matt and Jesse, are not with us this week. Matt is over in London. Jesse is back in Nashville. Matt so- is Matt is re-Britishizing himself yes. in the back to tank that is the Glastonbury Festival, <laughs> I think. Je- as, he, as he must once a year. Jesse's re-countrifying himself. Yeah, there you and go. There you go. And, getting yeah, chemotherapy. and also getting yeah. chemotherapy. Yeah. Um, and actually, as of the recording of this uh, Jesse's new podcast, Jesse versus Cancer, has just gone live so recently, in fact, that I haven't even listened to it yet. Um, but everyone should go to jessevscancer.libsyn.com. I don't think it's in iTunes yet, but you can play it directly from there or download or grab the RSS feed from that page. So do subscribe to Jesse versus Cancer and um, hit him up on Twitter, Jesse Case. Uh, or you can email jessiecasecomedy at gmail.com with uh, words of encouragement. Um, it sounds like he just finished his second cycle of chemotherapy, and that's all I know because I haven't listened to the episode yet, so I'm going to go listen to that after we finish recording. But we got a soldier on, um, so I'm joined by three uh, past guests, um, returning people. heroes of the... What's that? Other people. Other people. <laughs> better people. Upgrade. No, yeah. no, no. That's the voice Lateral of Jackie. moves at best, yeah. <laughs> That's the voice of TJ Chambers. Hello. Thank you Hi. for joining yeah, yeah. me. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Love, and love to your show. right, across from me, Jackie Cation. Hello and welcome to me. How are you guys doing? <laughs> That's the voice of Jackie. And Mark Agee. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, who has been on the most times of the three of you? I think TJ, probably? This is my third. Okay. This is my third, I believe, as well. Oh, oh. Uh-oh. Right. This is my third. Hey. Oh, what? Yeah. What? This is you guys, you guys have joined. This is like none of us could think of anything to say yeah. after that. Poor we're, man's version. We are very experienced. I was, I was also on probably history though during its limited run. Oh, oh well, that's yeah. not canon. Yeah. That's not canon. It's not canon. What was the topic? Yeah. Uh, the uh, uh, Mount Vesuvius erupting. Well, that's canon-ish. Yeah, yeah. I think that sounds sciencey. Yeah, we yeah, kinda, that's true. That's almost crossover. Yeah. We kind of, uh, or I haven't been encouraging anybody to do that recently because I feel like the dollop is now has now done probably history better than than we ever could. Did you guys listen no. to the dollop? No, I do not. I feel like that's I all I'm doing is plugging. I you listen nothing. See, once I started doing a podcast, I did dial it way back mm-hmm. on the listening, but I do recommend the dollop and Roderick on the line are two that everyone I, should be listening. I did to. one history podcast that it's, I'm spacing the name of it. They're out of Bloomington, Indiana, and you go in and you have they tell you when you walk in what historical character you're supposed to be and then they ask you 20 personal questions about that and then you have to make shit up yeah which one's this it's well i wish i knew the name of it it's out of bloomington indiana and it's a historical podcast and you have to pretend andy kindler's done i mean like a bunch of people have done it yeah because they usually get whoever the comic is at the comedy uh comedy attic yeah oh right, uh, right, right. To, that do, makes sense. to do it and then you pretend to be like i believe i was Galileo mm-hmm. and uh, and I had to answer personal questions about my life and my love and my my, my, my future and my past mm, you're buffing your way through that and then, yeah. and then there were the last 10 minutes they were like nah you gotta run uh, and, uh, <laughs> oh yeah! Then do they cover all the ways in which yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it right. How far you, you diverted from yeah. that? Well, oh, that's, that's fun. That's way better than people because usually, I mean, speaking of what's canon and what isn't, usually people make up a fictionalized, more interesting version of history, and then that becomes history. Right, like, just rewriting it. Yeah, well, I mean, like Kissinger. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Or like, like uh, uh, the, the, the cherry the, tree kind of stuff. Yeah. Washington, or, or is or that you, what you mean or not? Or like even like like 
uh, like when uh, when Lincoln came out, everybody's like Daniel Day Lewis so captured Abraham Lincoln. Like, we don't we have no idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lincoln could have yeah. talked like I uh, liked Rip it Taylor. when he fought vi- vampires. <laughs> Did you guys see the Lincoln yeah, yeah, vampire hunter? That it. was you know what the only thing I found historically inaccurate about that is that he actually didn't. Uh, Subscribe to abolitionism until later in his career, and mm. in Vampire Hunter, they had him doing it as a child. Oh, he was yeah. too abolitionist. Little, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like none of those guys are ever That's... perfect. Like, didn't he tell racist jokes and stuff? Like, well, sure. isn't that a thing? Well, like, isn't everybody uh, ever born told racist <laughs> well, jokes? Isn't everyone who's ever born I, I do like, flawed? I like that there's the image of a guy in a stovepipe hat, like looking over his shoulder two times to see who's around him, and then right. talking, <laughs> at a party, like, "Hey guys, here's one for you. Hold on, let me see who's here." It's 1840 okay. in the it's, salon. But even speaking of like, like sort of like in a sciencey version of it, like the the uh, paleontologists are mad at Jurassic Park because oh right, they've learned like we now know the dinosaurs had feathers. Right. right. Wait, wait, but not but, every dinosaur. Right? Well, what it, what they, apparently they've learned the stuff they learned between the first movie and this movie. Uh, then we now know that their complete depictions are completely inaccurate, but um, they're sticking with the old depictions because for for continuity's sake in the Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, so well, there are toys to be sold. Yeah. So right. Did you guys see? This reminds me of the the Terminator sequel, very unnecessary that I saw a couple days ago. Anybody's seen? Not yet. Miss on that. My, my wife saw it. She said she gave it a horrible reviews. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. that good, but but it's like fun. But yeah, spelled fun. Spelled, yeah, spelled, yeah, yeah. Spelled, let's have some fun with it. Uh, it's weird. Like they, they definitely do. Um, they just kind of crib from T two as far as the the CG, as far as the like um, shape shifting stuff. Yeah, oh, okay. They have another guy who is also a T one thousand. Okay. And I was like, are these effects as good as we can do now, or are they just doing throwback effects so it matches with the quality of what I, I T2, think? Which was very good, but not that like, was as that was the as apex as of cool. Yeah, 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 as good as it needs to be. It like, was a, it was a yeah. solid mix of CGI and practical effects. Yeah. You know, with the car chases explosions yeah. and stuff. Yeah, like in some scenes he definitely has some actual like metal hooks mm-hmm. on his hands mm-hmm. and in some scenes it's like CG. But they had uh, then the guy who played John Connor ends up wait, this is a slight spoiler. Eh, whatever. It's not that good a movie. La 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 yeah. la. Do that folks <laughs> okay. if you're listening. <laughs> John Connor gets like he, he get, becomes half human half Skynet and the version of morphing he does now is just instead of liquid metal, it's like metal filings when he changes shape. It's like, that's still the same conceit. It's still the same right. like, gimmick. Yeah, it's yeah. just... It's yeah. metal filings like it's like it's runoff, like it's slough, like, like it's scrap metal. Like uh, like when you do when you make give that guy weird facial hair with a magnet a toy. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Wooly, wooly yeah. Willy. He's okay. like made right. of that. It's like that kind of thing. Yeah. All right. So a strong magnet or even a weak magnet kind of pulls him apart, which is a pretty big Achilles heel that's to have it, as, that's, as that's a, a robot. Um, my wife's big beef with it was that she uh, uh, that Amelia Clark didn't bother to get psycho ripped like Linda Hamilton did. No, <laughs> she got like pretty reasonably did some soul cycle classes ripped like no one arm pull ups no, Linda no. Hamilton yeah. style. Yeah, she does look good with dark hair. I'm a fan. She that's uh, her she natural. Hair. Not to be too Game of Thrones nerdy, but that's <laughs> the way she looks, man. Normally, okay, but then also she's like Which changing. Could... She's changing clothes, and they show her like silhouette. They show the shadow of her changing clothes, like. We seen your boobs, girl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. not Can't walk cool. that like, back. Her, her yeah. talent managers are like, "Isn't it weird how yeah. movies have to be cleaner than TV now because yeah. they have, they need yeah. to get the yeah. PG or PG thirteen? Yeah. 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 Although I guess all the Terminators were. I bet T two was PG thirteen, wasn't it? No, maybe the first one was R, but. Well, because no, no, Schwarzenegger's no whole because you, you, oh. I mean, you can kill as many people as you want to kill. You just can't say you can't say fuck and you can't show nudity. Or yeah. nips. Sometimes you, can't, you can do side boob, but you mm. can't show nips. Yeah. Well, I remember uh, European Vacation, PG thirteen with boobs. Yeah, but they've got. But we've got <laughs> regular PG was six. Was remember sixteen candles had that had that shower scene in it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and it I had PG? only and it was PG. 
It might have been PG thirteen, but it was. It was. I forget if it was yeah, pre- PG thirteen. I think the goalposts have moved on that stuff a lot. Oh my God. It used to be like yeah. a hard, like one fuck you were allowed in PG thirteen as long as it wasn't in relation to actual sex, and then they're off the rails. I mean, the yeah. Byzantine nature of the MPAA, I think, is such that Re- Revenge of the Nerds had full frontal nudity in it. What um, was that? We've got. I mean, they planted they, they, everything in <laughs> Revenge was very re- the, very rapey. But like yeah. they, play, they they one of the big practical quote unquote practical jokes they play was they put a hidden camera in the women's dorm bathroom. Oh right, right, right. And they Which is the okay. Yeah, hey, yeah. good clean fun. Oh, like Porky's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Porky's one of the foulest. I didn't see it because quite honestly, it wasn't made for me. They weren't thinking about me. I do want to point out for the listeners that the nanosecond Mark finished saying Revenge of the Nerds had full frontal nudity, Andy started typing into. The search bar on a computer, and I no, thought it was I male to see nudity. What it was uh, oh, right. I was wrong. It was it was female nudity, uh, right, obviously, right? Not not lady, not uh, not, 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 fellas. not fellas. No, they, yeah, they did. It was uh, the the yeah, they, they had the whole thing. Where we've got Bush, and they cheers to seeing seeing vagina, <laughs> and, and they're in their hidden panty cam. Oh, it should be so, so much sexual They did a panty raid. They stole girls' panties. But you know what? The 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 new sexual assault that's disguised as hilarity is male rape. Did you guys see top five? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That movie right. was awful. Yeah. Oh my god, that, that whole subplot of that was with, mortifying. With, when she and that flashback to her shoving uh, a with tampon like hot with sauce. hot sauce yeah. on it Anders, up that guy's ass, yeah. mm-hmm. I was like, "Why? Why is this supposed to be hilarious?" Because yeah. and, and I was talking to Dan St. Germain about it. He said. I think that's kind of funny and I was like no no take a real heartbeat internalize that happening and then think about the hilarity and he was like oh, oh right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like alright yeah that's the, the all those things are just the like when someone's had it too good for too long there's a middle zone where you're allowed to just do whatever you want Back to you know, but it's they, also, they're allowed to get their made, comeuppance for until it even. Except for that, it was a flashback to before she found out that he was he like oh, it, right. it was like this weird punishment for him being gay and not telling yes. her. Yeah, and then but it was a flashback because all he did at dinner was be rude. He had been right. slightly rude about. He had laughed at her at dinner, and she's like, "Well, I'm going to jam this up your ass." <laughs> and I was like. You're horrible, yeah. and I love Rosario Dawson. I thought she was the best thing about that movie. The quite honestly, yeah, that, that, that was not a measured the, response to the, the, to vi- the initial infraction. Yes. The, the villain, the villains come up in trading places was that he got sodomized by a gorilla. <laughs> great! <laughs> How does that happen? Oh, he thought it was a guy in a suit. But yeah, yeah they, they, ta- they, they duct tape his mouth and glue him into a gorilla suit, then put him in a cage and oh, shows the gorilla being in love with him. Trying yeah. to trade soybean futures or whatever yeah. in a way you should. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All the I, hilarity. Yeah, it's it's really. I, I don't. I don't know. It's just like having good. But I think we've internalized. I don't, this is gonna be masters in sociology class here. <laughs> but it's like we've internalized ma- like how masculine being good to the point where like if you if you're able to be dominated that much by another dude, you kind of have it coming. It's sort of like we the, the internal logic yeah. of it. You should have been able to fight. Yeah, right, if you let yourself get put into that gorilla yeah, suit and whatever. The, then. The, pr- <laughs> the prison logic of the of the, the, the the guy who's getting fucked is the one who's gay. Is really right. weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's so <laughs> yeah. weird. You know, I was I was given blood uh, last year, and there was a questionnaire, and they said, "Have you been incarcerated for more than seventy two hours?" And I was like, "I have to write a joke about how if you know what's happening <laughs> at seventy two hours, fucking fix it." <laughs> yeah. and, but I haven't been able to do. All there is is rage and outrage, and me going, "Why are people being hurt at seventy two hours and nobody gives a shit?" It's yeah. an alarm clock that goes off for your regular your well, schedule uh, entrance. You've rape. been you've been incarcerated for more than that. I wonder how many people hand wrote in like, "No, but I was incarcerated." for 69 hours. Get it? Hey. 
But I wonder with those things, like it's, if it's all based on self-reporting for those blood uh, donation things. Yeah. Like what? You guys are yeah. still testing the stuff, right? Right. <laughs> like, hopefully, everybody's st- and it's fun. Every it's fine. It's I oh. Don't even get me. St- I read an article. Maria Bamford does this great joke about how you know how powerful articles are. And uh, <laughs> set up of the joke. She was like, "I read an article." And we all know how powerful articles are. Based the whole podcast on the power of articles. <laughs> yeah, you got. Uh, oh, it's just about how um, the money making world of, of of blood donations, where people think that they're actually doing something good, and they are, but there's more blood being given in the south of Florida, where all the retirees are just you know bleeding into mm. jars and. Uh, as opposed to New York City, which has more people in it and not enough people, not enough elderly people who have free time to donate blood, <laughs> and so the Florida is selling blood to, oh, yeah. and their the profit margin is surplus off the hook. market. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess yeah. If we don't have a government, if the whole healthcare system isn't government run, it is going to be a free market, right? Like, right. It's yeah. complete. It was just a free market. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. But is it is old blood shittier blood? Yeah, blood goes bad. Yeah, okay. you can't no, have, not, not just oh, old, old out of your body, but old people blood. Is it no. as good as young people blood? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Blood is. Uh, I think blood so. Blood. I think so. I think blood I think is blood. It, yeah, it might. Does he, I feel like it's it might have a lower red blood cell count or something. Right, but right? when you're bleeding out, it, yeah. it does the job until you create your own okay. red blood oh, okay. cells. Gotcha. Well, that's uh, a good bodily chemical. Uh, let's move on from that to the first article about a less benevolent one. Um, so with the 4th of July just passing and everyone spending time in swimming pools, I want to make sure everyone's good and creeped out. Uh, it turns out that according to the CDC, pee, not chlorine, causes red eyes from swimming pools. I brought this up last night and no one believed me. I was at a pool party yesterday and like, oh, the science is ruining Wait, everything. So you're, you're saying if, if you get red eyes from being in a swimming pool, it's it from was the pee. not from the chlorine. It was from... I'm saying... Chlorine has, a, has long had a bad rap for irritating the eyes of swimmers, especially in crowded public pools. As it turns out, however, it's not the chemical itself turning your eyes red after a swim. It's everything else in the water that chlorine goes in to kill, specifically human urine. The U.S. Center for Disease Control recently le- teamed up with both the Water Quality and Health Council and the National Swimming Pool Foundation to warn the public about health risks associated with summer. Uh, smell that, quote, chlorine, reads a fact sheet released by the coalition last month. It's not what you think. What you smell are actually chemicals that form when chlorine mixes with pee, poop, sweat, and dirt from swimmers' bodies. And those chemicals cause your eyes to get red and sting, make your nose run, and make you cough. Right. Well, you're bathing with other people who have, or their skin is sloughing off, and, right. they're, and they're sweating, and but whatever. Here's my hot take I mean, on this. I'm totally cool with it. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not are you cur- building an immune system? Is yeah, that what you're telling that's me? Like we we're too weak as Americans because our food supply is too clean. We need to eat, consume more poop and pee and get dirty more. Uh, I, okay. I mean, I'm with you for everything except for the poo, which could actually make you like horribly sick. I, speaking of the power of an article, I remember an article I read years ago titled Eat Shit and Don't Die. Based based on this exact premise, how like we've been food title. supply <laughs> too I, I'm clean, intrigued. and that's why we have all these uh, uh, you know allergies. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, have heard about that. Kids the, are being kept too clean. Well, yeah, the best way to keep your kid from having peanut allergies is to give them fucking peanuts. Well, not once they already have the allergies. No, but you, when they're kids, though, but <laughs> right, we, right, then they yeah, die. Yeah, this is one of those things. It's sort of like a few years ago the. Um, the pink sludge that was supposedly in Taco Bell meat and that oh, kind right, of thing. Right. Pink slime. Which I, I, my take on that was sort of like, I didn't think I was getting Healthy. a real beef taco for <laughs> 79 cents. Yeah. I thought I was getting something that's legally edible <laughs> and tasty, so I kind of don't care. 
this thing is one of those like my eyes have gotten red from swimming and whatever. I've never seen a you know I haven't seen a cloud of yellow whatever like <laughs> you mean purple so, because uh, of the chemical oh, per- they put in it the, whether that's a real thing or not. Also, so it's sort of like oh, great. Thank you, National Swimming Pool Federation, for teaming up with the Science Foundation and and whatever. But maybe there's something else you guys could crack the case on. This is just big pool propaganda to keep us from peeing just, in pools. That's it. The pool lobby is uh, yeah. But really, the, the big big lesson is uh, don't poop or pee in the water. And the most important thing always, <laughs> yes. don't get in the pool if you have diarrhea yeah. or if you've had it recently. Oh, wow. That's those no signs, if you see, you see those signs at like apartment complexes, yeah. just like giant signs. I was at a hotel. No one is allowed in this pool or a hotel. Oh, yeah. I, I was at a hotel once and they uh, the pool was closed and it just had a picture of a pile of poo. <laughs> and it said, oh. uh, brown alert. No. <laughs> and uh, they were like, we got to fix the pool. That's, and I was like, oh, yeah. Alert. I get Yeah, it. I guess instead of like the whole do not get in this pool, we've had diarrhea in, the last, diarrhea in the last whatever, it could just be the Ghostbuster symbol with like a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> just like, no. Try to keep your act together. I, I guess sticking with my worldview we just discussed, I would just throw my kid in that pool. Right. Make yeah. them stronger. Like, Find the pooiest pool of yeah. all. And just put mm-hmm. all. It's like having a chicken pox party. But I think yeah. my yeah. grandfather did that to my, my father into Lake Michigan <laughs> back when it was the filthiest. Yeah. Like yeah. The, it was the like beach was on fire covered or whatever. with yeah. dead alewives. And my, my dad was like, that's how I learned how to swim. My dad just threw me into Lake Michigan. And I was like, how was that? He said... A little scarring, a little scarring. <laughs> I don't like swimming very much. <laughs> yeah, right. Haven't swum once in the forty years hence. Right, but, uh, exactly. Yeah. But, I'm it, but I'm sure it was a great parenting. Movie. Did Paula Poundstone have that bit about her parents just taking her out in the boat in the middle of the lake, and uh, or someone telling her that that yeah. dropping her in the water, and like, and that's how they were teaching me how to swim. I was like, oh, they weren't trying to teach you how to swim. <laughs> like, and, when they, and when they were shooting at you, they were trying to teach you to deflect bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Nice impression. That wasn't yeah. the best Paula Solid Poundstone. Poundstone. As I was going into it, I was like, can I do a Paula Poundstone? I don't even know, I don't even know if I can I do venture a that Poundstone. there will not be a better Paula Poundstone done over the episode. remaining 45 it's minutes. It's true. Yeah, well, let me tell you this, though. 16 Candles came out in May of 1984, two months before the PG-13 rating was uh, created. Mm-hmm. Was it oh. created for Gremlins? Because that's the thing that I've always had it as a piece I of thought trivia, it was, uh, but maybe it wasn't. I thought it was Temple of Doom. Oh, maybe it was Temple of Doom. Oh, I bet you it was. I think it was Temple of Doom that PG-13 was created A different rating should have been created for that which was suck ass hey, movie you know blue. I've come around on that movie in the last 30 years does it hold up better it doesn't have Nazis mm. but that's uh, once you really get past that it's kind of but outstanding the, the Nazis are always Nazis? the best villains I say, that's for, the way you got I mean like old timey yeah, he's fighting it, the Nazis yeah. there's no like more, trying to stop a Nazis from getting an unstoppable army is like a worthy cause to die over sure. to like with your to fight with your whip and six shooter right but like just it's like not I'm not worthy to, to fight over the cause of 3,000 children being enslaved Underground, I, I, in, uh, I, but I didn't remember mind. that being his cause. I remember it's like I just yeah. don't want them he to just have wound up there. And they, they're yeah. trying, they're trying to take my girl and right, right. Oh, Nazis. I hate this guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's weird. Uh, I met a. Uh, now I don't know why I'm digressing off your next article. No, but, I'm, not, uh, I'm not in a rush to get to it. So. No. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I met a Vietnam vet yesterday. The old guy, old guy, super. I don't know when he was in Vietnam. He must have been forty. He was when like he was a general there. in Vietnam. He's well, still, he, yeah. he was. T- I don't know why he was talking to me. We we're at a coffee shop, and I'm a, I'm, I'm available to chat with if you're a stranger. <laughs> I guess I'm just sitting there and uh, you know looking at my toy and and, and playing Twitter or whatever. And uh, so this guy's like, you know, I was uh, two tours of duty in in Vietnam. I have five medals, and three of them were for valor. Two of them were for been wounded but he said three of them were for valor weirdest thing just occurred to me is that i never uh 
I never did anything heroic unless there was a witness. <laughs> I was like, I'm just, I'm just an asshole. It's like, I'm just a showboat. And I was like, showboat? He goes, I know. I use the word showboat. And <laughs> I was like 75, 80 years old. That's hilarious. That's my, uh, my father-in-law was in uh, Vietnam. He's 70. That war, I mean, we think about it. We think of Vietnam vets being like around 40 because that's the movie depictions we were right. kids. But yeah. like. But that's the movie was 45 years ago. Yeah, the war was 45 years ago now. Yeah. So he's got to be, everybody's got to be 70, 80 years old, I guess. Yeah, if you were yeah. 30 in it, you're right. You're at, good Lord. Do we even have any uh, World War II vets still alive? There must be. Yeah, yeah, of, course, of course. There's yeah. a couple, yeah. but they're yeah. in their 90s. Actually, yeah. that was, well, let me let me see. You guys keep talking for a second sure. and talk, see if talk, I can talk, find talk, it. Talk, talk, talk. Uh, pee in pools. Yeah, yeah. The, I'll just, I don't even need the article. It cleans your pool. That's a beautiful, giant pool. Well, the landlord just kind of takes care Now I sound so privileged or something, but. Yeah, the, the landlord pays. Well, you are. Pay. We're all sitting pretty sweet, sweet lives, guys. This is true. We live um, in Los Angeles. Um, but yeah, there's, they just kind of like pay for general upkeep. Someone comes by and uh, puts chemicals in and um, yeah, trims it's, it's part of the apartment living thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, and we learned from uh, water expert Jay Familietti, who was on before, that we should have either a cover on the pool or like I guess you, you lose like 50,000 gallons a year just to evaporation oh, right. so we're part of the problem here mm-hmm. uh, the, we've stopped watering the lawn at least so that's, that's like you'd have to make 40 almonds yeah right <laughs> <laughs> the poor almonds that's enough for a tiny handful of almonds <laughs> uh, what, just segueing into the World War II thing one of the things that I did see today was uh, science just debunked one of the potential people who came forward uh, as being in the picture from the end of World War II, oh. the nurse kissing the sailor mm-hmm. oh, yeah. uh, in Times Square. So over the 70 years since then, a number of people came forward with claims that it was them and different stories. And there have been books written. And uh, I believe at University of Texas, they just did sort of an in-depth study of these shadows cast by the buildings in Times Square to oh. find out exactly what time that picture was taken. Mm-hmm. And the leading couple that had, that's been accepted to be that couple for a long time, their narrative was he was coming out of a movie at two o'clock in the afternoon, et cetera, et cetera. She was coming off of a shift at the nursing, blah, blah, blah. And uh, it turns out not the case. So they would have been at two o'clock and the picture was very clearly taken at 541 If someone just tagged it on Facebook, then it's <laughs> real. Know, it's real. Yeah. Tag yeah. your pictures, people. Tag your pictures. And you know what? Don't, don't get too crazy with the filters. Yeah. I, I realize that <laughs> there's filters and then you can, you can needle around in there. But next mm. thing you know, you spend the next 20 minutes staring at your phone trying to get that filter just right. That V-Day filter looks good, though. Sad, yeah, that's a good, point. that's a good point. They're doing okay. Haven't you heard, though, that wasn't a consensual kiss? I thought that was the story. Or is that a different kiss? I, well, I think that story, we're past that story. I think it clearly wasn't. It was the 1940s there was yeah. no, there was no concept of consent yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. consent wasn't invented until yeah. 1968 certainly yeah. see by the angle that he's got sort like he's dipping her but when you really look at the underhand it is wrapped around way more in a restraining I just, I threw you down and now I'm catching yeah. you before you fall Guys, my if, throw, like, and, yeah. if you beat Hitler you get a smooch you do get a, you get a smooch when you get, you get a smooch from a day. <laughs> I just spent some time last night Captain America was on last night because it's the 4th of July first and, one uh, first, well, they're first both Avenger? on. We're watching oh, the right. first not, Avenger. Not J.D. Salinger's son, and Captain America. Yeah, no, oh, okay. yeah. that one is a rare find. That's yeah. a horrible movie. I see that on VHS at cons. Uh, I was pulling up some some pictures for my friend uh, Brittany to explain to her. Though, she was like, when was Captain America invented as a character? And I yeah. said, 1941, when they were fighting the war. Mm-hmm. And pulling up like the jingoistic pictures, <laughs> the covers of him like Punching socking out. a Japanese guy. Oh, yeah. But with, oh, man. 
Oh, like that's some stuff that needs to be scrubbed from the record. <laughs> no, no, it's like Tokyo Jokyo, right? You can't like scrub this stuff. Okay, so there's the greatest science fiction uh, series uh, that I my current favorite is this woman Cage Baker with a K. She's uh, from Los Angeles, hated Los Angeles, died a couple of years ago of brain cancer, but. Um, 52 anyway but uh she wrote the company series and it's a futuristic immortal time travel usually i hate immortality and i hate time travel mm-hmm. because they usually get the the history wrong and they usually immortality it's kind of too easy as a plot device yeah, it's too mm-hmm. easy yeah. but she kind she nails it and uh the one of my favorite things is in the future she called she called it she wrote this stuff i think in the 90s and she's like everyone in the in the like 2060s they start scrubbing out uh uh, guns in people's hands and then like after she died I was like didn't they take the guns out of E.T.? Spielbergian yeah yeah and yeah. I was like what the fuck yeah. and she calls like uh, like uh, water bottles adult sippy cups and uh, but if you ever get a chance to read the company series it's really well written That's and great. very funny and smart and it's great it's like, should, yeah. it's like the whole Han shot first thing the uh, yeah, yeah oh yeah oh I, yeah, I think every it's funny. It's fun to think about what will be appalling to our grandkids that we do. Right. I mean, probably the whole right. male rape thing you were talking about earlier. Probably. Yeah, one that'll of them. be the next. It, it'll be gone. Yeah. And or no, even no. like in that scene, he's also kind of being punished for for just being into. Indi- well, like I mean, I guess yeah, he's he's lying about what he's doing, so he's cheating on her, so that's bad. But like, I think he's being punished like for but being gay. I think he's gay. still putting yeah. out, right? Yeah, he's. I mean, it, like, and, that's and it, the it, that is that is the message. And I love Chris Rock. I don't think that whole scene in that movie Top Five makes me think someone said to him, "Oh, you need a weird, huge physical comedy yeah, like thing, an Adam yeah. Sandler like, moment, an Adam Sandler <laughs> yeah. moment, a, a hangover like thing for." And he was like, "Well." Write something weird, and that actor, by the way, did a great job of the work. Holmes Anders, is that his real name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he flopped around super convincingly, and I remember smiling, going, "Well, that's kind of." I mean, it's sort of like when Gallagher had a giant couch behind him on the Tonight Show. I was like, "Well, that's cheating." I'm gonna always laugh when there's a giant couch behind somebody. Yeah, right, right. But (laughs) but it was scratched my lizard brain as relates to oversized furniture. Did he predate uh, Lily Tomlin with the giant chair? No, no, that was the nope. That is, of course. So she's got yeah. she's got the trademark on the oversized with the purpose of. The, I'm waiting the kid. for Melissa McCarthy to do a big lady in a tiny coat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a circle. Yeah. So I will check out the company series. By the way, listeners, uh, Jackie was the person who recommended um, Ready Player One that I think a bunch of you oh. read after he's I got talked to, about. Oh, he's got it. a new he's got a new book coming out. Yeah, yeah, and that's in September, I think. And isn't there isn't there a movie version of Ready Player One that's Spielberg in the works? got the rights to it, which is the best best. Right. Right. For it working, the only yeah. person because who can yeah shove his way through those rights issues, all and those all that, all that yeah. IP stuff, he's yeah. got the best. But I just I'm willing to reread it. I don't need to yeah. see the movie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> cool. It is. It's great, but it's also very like uh, I don't want to trash the guy. It's it seems like it's written by a virgin, <laughs> like a little bit. <laughs> oh, I, have you read Patrick Rothfuss's Name of the Wind? No. Oh my God, it is written like somebody min maxing their D and D character when they were thirteen. Because <laughs> it, I can't express to you how much Patrick Rothfuss clearly was like, I'm going to write about the best bard. He's the best wizard. <laughs> yeah. He's the best lover. He's the best fighter. He just rolled eighteen. On all his, yeah. all his, right. yeah, all his, attributes and he's a really before. good bartender. Yeah, yeah. 
Makes him he's got a plus yeah. five to all of his initiative yeah. rolls. Yeah. When you go, it's like when you go back and they'll skill points, and you're like, you should know this many skill points at this level. What'd you do? What'd, What'd you do? You, Where do uh, these extra skill points come from? Right. But Game Master never checks the skill points that accurately, guys. And the thing is, is I love Name of the Wind, yeah. and I didn't realize until I was into the wise man's whatever, like, because it's three days of him just telling the greatest, like, story of how great his life has been, but how sad it is, because his girlfriend went away, and you're like, So he's a stand-up oh. comedian. And Patrick Rothfuss from Wisconsin. Of course. Of course he's from Wisconsin because he's just a nerd from Wisconsin like Gary Gygax. Oh, yeah. And uh, you're like, well, just screw the women that are willing to screw you, Patrick Rothfuss. Don't. Jackie's wearing a Wisconsin yes, shirt for those of you who can't see. That's my Is my this the nexus of nerdery? Is Wisconsin where it all comes from? I think so. And, Dan Harmon's from there too, right? Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. Did not know that. He actually, we went to the same grade school. I did a oh. show with him in Portland at the PRI oh, yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, and he was talking about how uh, he was from Milwaukee. And I looked at him and I said, where in Milwaukee? He said, I said, I'm from South Milwaukee, which is a little town outside of Milwaukee. Anyway, and he goes, mm-hmm. we lived there one year. I went to grade school at Rawson. And I was like, I went to grade school at Rawson. How old are you? And then he refused to tell me how old he was. Uh, and I had to fucking Google oh, that it. That kind of ruins the yeah. yeah I was the, like, we're having a conversation. We're having. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell anyone. Now I want to. Yeah. Even though I, but, I forgot. Why, why would a writer not tell yeah. somebody how old they are? Especially, I mean, I don't, I don't yeah. know why actresses don't. But someone yeah, yeah. is so Googleable. Like it's, it's not super like, Googleable. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, that whole. And thing he's is... younger than I am. So I was like, all right. Oh man. yeah. What are you worried about? Yeah. Cocaine uh, makes you take weird stances. Yeah. Right. His whole thing on yeah, PR, I was talking about how much he loved his booze. He was just talking about booze, and I was like, "Wow, you sound suspiciously love in love with booze, sir." Well, have you seen the movie? Yeah, he's conspicuously kettle yeah. one. And, yeah, yeah, I think he's. I think he admits to being a high functioning alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Good old Grantland did a long profile on him a couple years ago, where the guy followed him around during his podcast tour, and he was just like, "Yeah, the guy I didn't see him drink anything but kettle one to, uh, the whole fourteen hours a day." He was. Awake. He does very well on it, though. Do you like, know who? Yeah, I, who I, oh, completely. And uh, I met that guy who wrote. Club. Oh, oh yeah. Chuck Palenia. This was also this is all from Livewire. Yeah, which that was you were on. Livewire. If listeners want to go look up Livewire, uh, the live from Bridgetown episode that you were yeah, on. Yeah, and it was, um, and I was like, oh, Fight Club guy, I'm going to introduce myself. We're all in a green room. It seems fair. I mean, I'm not being a weirdo, right? And so I go, hey, I'm, my name's Jackie. I'm, uh, I'm on the show, too. It's an, I love your work. And he goes, is there wine here? <laughs> and that was the only thing he said to me. And I was like, I'm sure they will get you wine. <laughs> and then I kept moving. This is doable. You are being exactly the person I expected you to be, <laughs> guy who wrote Choke and whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I wonder if these guys uh, are the vegetarians. This is my lame attempt at a segue. There you go. There you go. Next article. What is it? Uh, Well, it turns out plants can react to the sound of being eaten alive. So if you're getting all high and mighty about the fact that you don't eat animals, um, guess what? The plants know they're being eaten, too. Oh, is that just for the raw folk? Um, like well, you I guess if you're, them, eating, they don't know. if you're eating a thing that's still attached to the ground, like it's still um, <laughs> right. like I'm grazing. So here, I'll, I'll put this. I'll put a link to this. This is a Australian broadcasting company's site. Um, this is from the site shitcowsneedtoknow.com. <laughs> but don't worry about it if you're a person. Here is oh. the sound. This is the sound of. That's the sound of a caterpillar chewing on a leaf. Um, but the real surprise is what happens next. The plant reacts to that noise by churning out chemicals that repel predators. And this discovery was made in 2014 by researchers Heidi Apple and Rex Cocroft from the University of Missouri. Um, it's been known for a while that sounds can affect the way plants germinate and the expression of some of their genes, but just why plants were sensitive to airborne sound was a mystery. 
And uh, with the help of a laser and some reflective tape, Cocroft, who's an expert in bioacoustics, which I had not heard of before, recorded the vibrations made by a caterpillar chewing on leaves of a mustard plant and then played the soundtrack to other plants of the same type. And control plants were played two hours of silence in a kind of botanical John Cage tribute. This is what the article says, oh, which is pretty lofty. Don't editorialize too yeah, much that's there. Pretty, I'm impressed. Article, yeah. uh, Apple then measured the levels of bad-tasting chemicals that the plants produce to deter predators, like glucosinolates, which gives mustard its sharp flavor. Sure enough, the plants that, quote, heard the chewing sound had higher levels of those compounds when they were later grazed upon. So the feeding vibrations had primed the plants for later attack. And it's not just your sci-fi that's prescient, Jackie. It turns out M. Night Shyamalan's The Happening. Oh, yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> coming true. Oh, oh, no. Oh, my God. That's the one I've never seen. But it's... You're, you're sp- say that movie title the right way. You're supposed to kind of say it with a question mark at the end of it. The Happening? The Happening? <laughs> <laughs> Did it happen, though? Yeah. Is wow, that the twist? Right on board. Or you just uh, like Mark it's... seems to know. That's actually the one I missed. I never also. actually saw it. Oh, right. I know. We just know. Oh, none of us have seen it. Yeah. Right. Well, well, I, I know Mark Wahlberg has like a soliloquy with a plant. He's like, "Why are you guys trying to kill us? <laughs> what do we do to you? So how do you motherfucker? It's not as good as the yeah. Yeah. stuff. I, the article also that you just read like tried to dip its toe into saying that the dude used duct tape in the thing. It was like using only a laser and some, some reflective, reflective tape. tape. Okay. Uh, okay, you know you're trying to say this experiment was done with duct tape. I see what you're getting at. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it seems like a bad DJ will make anyone taste poisonous. Is that what we're I getting think at? That's, uh, <laughs> no, I think it's basically like if you hear someone chewing your foot off, your right. body is going to put out uh, poison chemicals well, here's so the your thing. hands Was will there, taste worse. Here's the, it sounds like the control they didn't have because they played the noise of the leaf crunching and then the other one's got silence. Mm-hmm. Did they play a third unrelated noise that was not leaf crunching like to, see if, to, yeah, <laughs> see if they're just reacting to See if they're just reacting to noise. <laughs> They hated All Star worse than being eaten. Yeah. <laughs> they just like voluntarily like committed you want uh, to wither and die. Right her- herbicide, there, yeah. her- herbicide uh-huh. suicide. I-, I love that it came out of Missouri. I mean, what the the University of Missouri, is that a thing? Isn't that where like the boll weevil? Where did that happen? Where was the boll weevil eradicated? And there's a picture, a monument to it in some city. Oh, seems like a Missouri thing. That does seem like something. You got to get your pride where you get your pride. Is that what we're going to replace all the Civil War monuments with that we're taking down now? Bull Weevil monuments? It's (laughs) Alabama. Oh, no, that that was was a monument because of how it destroyed everything, or it destroyed an entire kind of crop, right? So then it was like a thing that forced them to have to... It, it forced more like um, advances in agriculture and diversity of plants because of how it's so thanks to the Bull Weevil. That'd be like having a statue of... HIV, or yeah, something. <laughs> or something horrible. Like you're just like, oh, there's a statue of Hitler because he was the one who did the horrible yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, he no, inspired like, us to band together. together. Yeah, because inspired. we never would have built that wall. The invention of nuclear power, right? Yeah. Can you trace that back to Hitler. Uh, jet engines. Come on, guys. <laughs> the VW Bug. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I, I clicked on some clickbait the other night that was just like 126 historical photos you won't believe, and I was like, I'll look at a couple. Look at, <laughs> and it was a. I had to click next on every one. Went through 126. Yeah, you of gave them, them 126 page views. Oh, I know. I gave them so much ad revenue. Did you ever see that that uh, that video of Hitler with dogs and children? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Like, he's smiling and playing with puppies oh, and God. little kids, and you're like, "This isn't. I can't. I don't know that I can watch this." But you're mesmerized because you're like, "Oh, he was human," and but this yeah. was obviously staged. Well, the one the one I was going to talk about was uh, one of the things that came up was a letter from Gandhi to Hitler, and I'm googling it now to see if it was a hoax or not. Have you guys? heard about this yeah i have heard about it but i don't remember what it was um he just basically wrote to hitler 1939 being Sing. like hey buddy <laughs> hey man not cool <laughs> let's talk like dudes let's yeah okay i guess this is real okay time to get real bro uh <laughs> real talk 
based on a little bit of Googling, I think this is real. Listeners, if it's a hoax, I apologize. You can feel free to email probablyscience at gmail.com. Tweet at probablyscience to make fun of me. Um, Mahatma Gandhi writes, Dear friend, friends have been urging me to write to you for the sake of humanity, but I have resisted their request because of the feeling that any letter from me would be an impertinence. Something tells me that I must not calculate and that I must make my appeal for whatever it may be worth. It is quite clear that you are today the one person in the world who can prevent a war which may reduce humanity to the savage state. Uh, must you pay that price for an object, however worthy it may appear to you to be? Will you listen to the appeal of one who has deliberately shunned... He misspelled deliberately. Come on, Gandhi. Um, I misspelled, I misspelled Gandhi with my entire <laughs> I, I, college No idea where Gandhi. that H goes. No idea. I think I put is it in the, the back. Beginning? I think it's yeah, yeah. the beginning. I think it's the Throw them in every it syllable. It probably is his fifth language. Right, right. No, it's a typo. He puts deliberately. Uh, okay. I'm sure he just was like, ah, I don't want to type it it's all a, again. It's a, type, it's a type letter? Yeah. It seems a little informal. This seems like the, the, the way Indians think that they're being impertinent. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so Stop sorry killing to, millions right, and millions right. of people. Am I being well, he impertinent? Had, this is 39, so maybe he hadn't even invaded Poland yet. Maybe he'd just done it. I'm not sure what the oh, no, timeline yeah, is. That was a, uh, he said, will you listen to the appeal of one who has deliberately shunned the method of war, not without considerable success? Like, little self-congratulatory. Oh, like, yeah. Anyway, I, I anticipate your forgiveness if I have erred in writing you. I remain your <laughs> sincere friend, Gandhi. <laughs> Whoa. How crazy is that? If it's real. I, um, I, I've had several Indian friends tell me that like, it's, Gandhi's like, universally revered outside of India, but he's a controversial figure. Like A lot of people think of him as a traitorous pussy, basically. Well, because he didn't uh, advocate actual violent I guess he upheaval. gave away a lot of stuff. And, oh, he was like still Pakistan? Trying to, right. yeah. Yeah. Was he still trying to work within the framework of colonial... You know, to some level oh, of colonialization. Oh, right, right. He was trying to that, change from within. Right, as which, opposed to just throwing off the yoke of... I, I just like to shoehorn in throwing off the yoke of tyranny. Throwing off the yoke of tyranny. Whenever I, yeah, yeah. Because then I think of an egg, and it's cute, and the whole thing happens, and it's like... <laughs> You're spilling it with the yeah. A lot of times we go to brunch, and I'll be like, hey, can I just can you throw off the yoke? That's how I order egg whites. That's how I order egg whites only. I'd like an omelet, throw off the I'm yoke of tyranny, please. That's yeah. the greatest idea ever. Let's <laughs> right? see if anyone... That should yeah. be the name reached, of, of the egg white omelet on the, me- on the menu. It's, it's, <laughs> the yolk of tyranny. Oh. We've, we've reached peak TJ. Uh, yes. that, Sorry, uh, guys. <laughs> oh, sugar. That should be the cover of your album. Like yeah. the, the, the title of the album is Throw Off the Yolk of Tyranny, and it's an egg yolk. Uh, yep. Like, and then uh, yeah. just me happily eating a, a, very, a very lean protein-filled omelet. <laughs> That's my favorite pun I've heard all, all right. week. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see you guys next week. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I just thought of this, but uh, happy, um, happy love wins. Everybody happy? Hashtag love wins. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Gay this people get to get married and divorced and not... married and divorced. And Billy Joel just got remarried. He married his mm-hmm. fourth Christy Brinkley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if he just calls her Christy number four? I wish you, he would just because yeah. they all look the same. Yeah. Oh, they look true. exactly. Do, they're do, all up do you think he has a, a 3D Christy Brinkley printer? <laughs> <laughs> I, the, it's tough because the last one he could have called Chris 3. But I, now I don't know what to do. Say, hey, Chris, three. It's like they uh-huh. have to be like 26 years old, yeah. blonde. And actually, I think she looks a little bit different. But literally, the second and third wife looked exactly yeah. like the first one. Yeah, they do. Hey, you got to like, what, is this fourth marriage, right? Yeah, I believe so. What, well, why? Why, the, I mean, why like, is that institution still? It's as if him and John Cleese are in a race to see who can yeah. give off the most alimony. Yeah, it's like it's just like, like you just like you can just have a party, buddy. You, yeah. you know, you can like you don't have to like. They just, legalize gay marriage, which means that you can just sleep with people. Now. Yeah, yeah, you don't actually have to marry them. Yeah, I wonder if you can. I think maybe it's just an issue of like at a certain age, it's probably harder to talk your girlfriend into just remaining your girlfriend for life. You know, like I think if she's worried about security, then you just you Billy Joel, you're like. Here's a here's a bank account. 
I'll, I'll, I'll wire 10 million escrow. into it. You walk away whenever you want, but I'm not married. I've read you. that yeah. romance novel. Yeah. You consider yourself a whore. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to marrying and then divorcing. And then for some reason, then you're not uh, getting paid for sex, even though you married and divorced and you're still getting paid for sex. It's very, yeah. a lot of semantics yeah. going on there, I think. And I guess I could see how like you wouldn't want to have, unless you have it in writing that you have guaranteed access to his money forever. Why are you going to marry uh, Darth Vader unmasked? Yeah. Billy Joel. Have you seen mm-hmm. the pictures where like that scene looks like him playing a harmonica? In Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah. When he's w- turns out to be a feeble, crusty old white man. Yeah, yeah. Now all the, the most of the gay people I know have been together for any length of time are not getting married. How weird is that though? Like my mother's in law, my, uh-huh. my, my husband's was raised by lesbians and his moms uh, have been together thirty six years. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Was you guys gonna get married? And they're like, We already did all the legal shenanigans. Yeah. So that we can be on each other's deathbeds, it'll be fine. I wonder if it's yeah. a little bit like cochlear implants, where they're sort of like we've we've figured out a way to live with this oh, for so long. <laughs> like, don't think like you rode in on your white horse and gave us some gift. Yeah, right. You know, There's it's a, like we I, I, possibly I read, for the elderly that must. I, probably. I, I, yeah, I read the think pieces this week about how marriage is going to ruin gay culture. You know. Uh, oh, the other way. Yeah, oh, it's nice. like because it's going to take away all the things that made being gay special and different. You know, that's you exactly the cochlear implant yeah. argument. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm I think you're no longer part of this sub community if you are now if you can hear now you're not you can identify yeah. with. Yeah, and, and, and if it's thought that you should want so badly to become not part of this sub community yeah. anymore. Yeah, too, and you, you basically know? are just put, putting gay sex into a, a normal heterosexual marriage if you just you know if you just. I don't know. I, I see what they're saying. I still think it's dumb. Yeah. It's like, you know, you have your options. Wait. You can still bang around in men's rooms if you want. Yeah. You know, nobody's stopping you. Right, right. I, I guess the reason I thought of this is because of that Gandhi letter. Um, it reminded me of how weirdly colloquial are, all the dissents were from the Supreme Court justices. Did you read? Were they impertinent? They were impertinent. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, the um, Scalia got... The Scalia uh, thing. And uh, is pretty... it Roberts or Scalia that said... Oh, no. Scalia's thing about ask the nearest hippie. Did you yeah, re- yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he yeah, said... they're getting florid with their language He in a said, way whoever thought me. that intimacy and spirituality, in quotes, whatever that means, were freedoms, he wrote. And if, if intimacy is, one would think that freedom of intimacy is abridged rather than expanded by marriage. Ask the nearest hippie. That's yeah. an official Supreme Court opinion. <laughs> dissent yeah. opinion. Wow. Yeah. Well, they're all trying to be... Um, they have constituents... They realize they're playing to constituencies now, so they're, they're trying to get applause lines from people screen grabbing on right, Twitter. Right. You know? It's just so ridiculous. Like... But then again, then I started to read, I don't know, do you think that, that actually w- it was the court's place to do it? Like, I'm all for it. Do you think it actually was a thing that... Pro- protecting minority rights against the tyranny of the majority is exactly the court's Yeah, that kind of seems yeah. like what they do. It kind of seems like that. that's why sometimes that's, there are... That's un- why we like, have that branch of government. It's a legal... It, 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 it is a, a, a legal contract, so it's not right. like... Yeah. But the question of whether it was a constitutional thing versus something that should have happened just through legislation instead of through a well, c- court... Rule. It was already legal in 30... 36 states or right. something like that. Um, I don't even know why I'm asking. Like, I'm devil's advocate. Like, I do think it's a great thing. That's so for it's, probably uh, judicial. Right. Which is I don't our know other much about it. Yes. <laughs> probably <Yeah>. legal. <laughs> My whole life's probably <laughs> legal. Yeah. That dude Guy Branham. Yeah. You should have that. Yeah. Have check, that out, uh, check out Jesse versus cancer for Jesse's cancer fight, but Jesse V. Cancer is the legal argument <laughs> yeah. the that he'll be making said. about why he should beat cancer. Yeah. We wish him the best. <laughs> Um, again, since I'm carrying the, the yoke of the tyranny of these articles myself, uh, I don't have a good segue on this, but <laughs> did you guys know that kangaroos are left-handed? 
They're all left-handed. Um, I believe they, if not all, that they are proof um, that they're from the devil. Yes, <laughs> kangaroos. Further, further proof. That's it. I've been making mine right, right-handed all this time. So <laughs> that's why Who they hate you. That's why they always punch you. I, it was my first thought when I think of the way they sort of box. With old Tom and Jerry they, cartoons, accurate. Yeah. They had the I think they had the kangaroo boxing right hand. Which, by the way, current uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal movie Southpaw coming out, and all of the posters for the movie have him stand in a standard stance. Mm-hmm. So oh, some marketing not, person just didn't. So right. what 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 would it with uh, Southpaw? Do they lead with their left? You you lead with your right hand, and your right foot is forward. Yeah. Oh, okay. So your stronger arm is always stronger arm in is back. Your left. Do, do, do you know yeah. Kurt Sutter wrote that movie for uh, Eminem to star in? Oh, really? Yeah. That seems Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it was they basically mapped this this whatever the story is of Southpaw is Eminem's life story so a boxing instead of rap. Oh. Did you guys like, see the interview like with Colbert and Eminem on uh, on Cable oh, Access? I saw clips of that. Yeah. Well, it was forty one minutes long. It was too long. <laughs> I couldn't face it. It's a, it's a real public access show. Just yeah, too long and boring. It was boring. too long, yeah. and I, 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 it was it was funny, and then I skipped ahead, and then he was interviewing the two actual hosts of it, mm-hmm. and that was funny for a minute, and then I skipped ahead, and then there was you, a, you interneted the public access show. I had, yeah. I had to do it. It was give too me long. give me the bites. T L D W. Yeah. Couldn't face uh, it. D R. Right? Well, it's too long. Didn't read, but in this uh, case, I'm saying too long. Didn't oh, watch. Oh my god! You're, she was watching a video with, a with her. Nice work on the yeah. acronym yeah. creation yeah. in the moment. I am uh, not hung over today, which is rare for me. So this is one time you're going to catch me pretty sharp. <laughs> yeah, you called it. You called it a day pretty early, considering it was the nation's birthday. I did. I did. It's 2015th yeah. birthday. I, have. I did. Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> have you seen those a tweets? A lot of people on the internet. You know, yeah, yeah, people yeah. people <laughs> have been calling, people just do searches for uh, oh, 2015, yeah. 2015th birthday, birthday. Yeah. and then just do a screen grab of all the people tweeting thinking that this means that <laughs> the country yeah. is 2015 oh, years old. I think every year. Like you say, yeah. same thing with like uh, um, New Year's oh. Eve. They did New Year's Eve too. It's uh, it's the That's Texas textbooks. Awesome. That's what yeah. I'm blaming yeah. it on. I'm blaming it on the <laughs> Texas textbooks. Well, that means <laughs> these same people believe that the earth is only three times as old as the country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. right. It's like, like, do that math and then map it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so, so we got to get back to these kangaroos. kangaroos. What would be the... I mean, so they if they're going to pick things know? up and handle food, Exa- they prefer to use their exactly. left hand? Um, this is... Uh, so researchers say kangaroos prefer to use their left forelimbs to do things. And they, what do they, they do? This is, and this is the first ever Eat? discovery of human-like handedness in animals. So this is really important beyond just the Every other animal is ambidextrous? Well, they just haven't been able to find human-like handedness mm. until now. So this is a study published in the Journal of Current Biology that found that wallabies and... Betongs, I don't know what those are. The Australian listeners probably do. Also had this trait referred to by scientists as, quote, true-handedness. The lead author, Yegor Malashizhev, a zoologist at St. Petersburg State University in Russia, um, says the direction of this handedness is opposite to humans. They use their left forelimbs to wipe their snout or to collect food and so on. Um, true-handedness refers to a population-wide trend in which the majority of individuals prefer one hand over the other to carry out a number of tasks, and that most scientists have traditionally thought that such handedness was unique to humans. Um, in the majority of cases, animals have only individual preferences. If you take one individual, it can have a right or left preference, but another individual will have a different kind of preference, and the third one will have no preference. Um, but for the first time, they've seen this true-handedness because there is this trend that kangaroos are southpaws. And they carry this out in Tasmania. Is it Tasmania or Tasmania? 
I mean, you are Tasmanian, so Tasmania sounds like the right way to say it. But Tanzania is Tanzania. Tanzania, yeah. Right. Yeah, I think it's Tasmania. I mean, I've never been. Because of the devils. Because of the devils in the cartoon. Yeah. Tasmania. Tasmania. I got Liverpoolian. I think Tasmania is cool, and then the same idea that we call them Germany and Spain instead of... Deutschland Deutsch and Spain. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, this is all we've gotten into. It's our language. At least they're not language. screwing around like Holland does, man. Yeah, oh, it's so right? tricky. <laughs> but every every World what? Cup, I'm like, I'm really rooting for Holland to beat the Dutch, but the Netherlands might take it <laughs> too. And people are just like, what do you mean? Like, people will fall for that. Pick yeah. a lane. Yes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so they went to Tasmania and observed a hundred kangaroos and wallabies going about their daily business. <laughs> Uh, thank you. Last time I did, you did your Australian accent too. It was pretty good. Which kangaroo's left-handed? Is it Bruce? It's also Bruce. <laughs> I believe Bruce is left-handed. Um, so yeah, they prefer the left hands to groom and hold food. Um, and kangaroos preferred their left hand to support their body. Uh, I guess when they... Doing parkour? Eat, right. <laughs> One-handed they, cartwheels. <laughs> yeah. Do they have their own... Uh, I, I forget the name of the uh, Australian rules football team... Uh, that's the kangaroos. I, there was going to be a joke about Australia uh, kangaroo. Yeah, there was going to okay. be a joke about <laughs> kangaroos joke playing footy, but it was, uh, it I take it all back. It was I'm trying happen. to do something I'm Australian. Choose your own adventure here. version of this podcast. If you want to hear Jackie tell the joke, <laughs> <laughs> click. Uh, but is to actually in the science realm is the implication that if this is the first time that animals have been found to have a preferred hand, that this is the first time we've discovered maybe it's not just uh, nurture. Oh, it's nature. Thing, oh, I don't think we ever thought it was nurture in humans, did we? Well, oh, yeah. I, I, or not, not that we specifically thought that it was nurture, but if there was something unique about humans that gave us a preferred hand. Yeah, I'm sure we probably the case. You know what, They, they that, might want to watch raccoons, because I think raccoons eat garbage with us with a specific hand as well. One's I mean, the garbage hand, one's whichever the hand is closest hand. to the garbage. In right. most raccoons <laughs> cases, I think. You think raccoons are ambidextrous? Yeah, they're yeah, getting it in there, yeah. Mm-hmm. This seems like. Do, 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 is there a theory as to why humans have preferred hands? Um, I'm guessing some Not that I'm thing. seeing in this article. Yeah, I would just think it's probably one of those things we just thought we were so advanced. I mean, that we think we're so special. It's probably just yeah. a. I mean, maybe if other animals wrote and used tools, we would discover they had There'd preferred hands. There'd be more hands. ways to know it. Yeah. 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 We just got to like put more tools in front of animals and then see what they do. You can start like a, a chimpanzee softball league. See which way they bat. <laughs> see how they bat. <laughs> Uh, have you guys? This reminded me. Um, Aust- which, which, things Australian. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say. Well, don't they throw poop at people? Which hand do they throw poop oh, at people? Yeah, that's got to be a thing. Here's which, a, okay. I'm going to go in incognito mode to Google which hand do. Yeah, uh, yeah. There you go. I with. suggest a probably science field trip. I think that we all need to go to the Griffith Park Zoo, <laughs> and we need to stand in front of the monkey cage for a while, and then let's mark down the shit throwing and yeah, see yeah, and see which hand they're throwing their yeah their poop the, the feces and and whether they appear to be because you can sort of tell. Uh, Mythbusters actually did a throws like a girl. Oh, okay. Um, which was was a great like. Is there an actual? Well, that's a nature. Nurture thing because right. no one teaches them how to throw off the right, right. foot. So, so it's like yeah. if you take you take a boy and make him throw with his left hand, it's going to look like what we think of a, you know a girl oh, okay. throwing with and that kind of thing. So it'd be interesting to see. You can tell a difference when someone's throwing with their off hand. I, Presumably, you'd be able to see that I've, in a chimpanzee or something too. Just women I've dated and just you know playing around the football or whatever things to try to explain like no your your off foot should be forward is just such a foreign concept yeah. to like I don't know it's just a, nobody plays catch with little girls so they don't you know. they do now. 
Yeah. You do now. Now it's happening. And uh, and I had four brothers, so I never threw like a girl. But are you guys right-handed or left-handed? Just take a small poll. Super right. right right-handed. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, yeah right-handed. right-handed. Very right-handed. Yeah. 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 I'm ambidextrous. Oh, yeah? I, I dribble a basketball. I never dribble a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> but when I used to dribble a basketball, I dribbled with my left hand. And I actually punch with my left hand. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, see the scar? Yo, oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. is that from an actual... Like, That's from an actual so if you were uh, losing in... my shit and punching something. Right. So if you were in a bar fight or something. Oh, wait. Cut it with both. Oh, okay. Left hand cut it. Yeah, my uh, I dribble. I, I dribble basketball strong, stronger left handed too. But that's because I broke my collarbone in high school and kept playing. Oh, free right, right. I was supposed to be oh, healing. You <laughs> have an inherent reason. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so a little ambidextrous. Yeah, but I mean, I think truly ambidextrous. You can write with your left hand. Yeah. And you can do the whole the whole nine yards. There's the whole generation of truly left handed people who write right handed because they were taught that it was bad. Yeah, my brother yeah. who's left-handed, my grandmother would slap his hand when yeah. he tried to eat. Well, there's a, there's an ink issue in the case of left-handed writing. You're dragging if you're writing in, in English, you're writing left to right. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're dragging across the ink. So there's a practical but reason why. There's also the the hand the, this long lost superstition that being left-handed means the devil runs you. I mean, it's the word right. left-handed in Latin sinister is the word for left-handed in Latin. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I so, always go at Disneyland. I always go left. Because uh, I assume the line will be a little bit shorter because I think that most people do mm-hmm. not want to go left mm-hmm. well, because of that right. instinctive thing or they think mm-hmm. that left is the direction of the devil. So I go left hit, hoping for a shorter line. <laughs> and then you get there before everyone. And then, I'm, and then I'm just enjoying screaming California and I'm looking at all those suckers who went right. Do you still have a pass for Disneyland? I do. It's it's. I'm on I'm on blackout time right now because it's the time when when rich pe- rich oh, folk okay. like to go in July. And then now I have a stupid real television job again. So all my yeah, weekdays, like are a couple of years ago, taken. you talked me into getting the full year pass. Uh-huh. Like we'll go all the time, and then we both got day jobs. Like the next yeah. week, I never went again. I was uh-huh. like three hundred dollars yeah, yeah. for, one, for one, day one day at Disneyland. I still average like nine or ten times a year. I really, in pretty good. Yeah. We, uh, my husband was working for for them, and I was like, before you leave, get some uh, some cheap. Uh, jump passes you only save like $35 but $35 is you know yeah. that's a churro that's, that's American a, money yeah that's, a, that's American money yeah. I wonder if we can talk about that thing we were talking about yesterday where somebody asked for payment if we don't say their name I guess oh yeah yeah, yeah. no this is um, yeah so a, a voice actor who is prominently featured in some uh, entity in the Disney Empire Pixar films yeah so they wanted to use it and have him redo some voice stuff for the actual park I think it was mm-hmm. and he was like well instead of payment can I just have like that VIP thing for life for my entire family we get concierge service yeah. whenever we come here and they said no at first <laughs> like oh, what wow. he's, yeah. he's, he's saying Disney, no and from a payment. major film and the star of that film getting them to record their voice for an actual ride wow. and he essentially said hey I'll just take trade and they, I, I think the implication is that they protect that park stuff right. so yeah. tightly. And it's, it's like, that, like eventually they came talk, around. But did he talk he, him into it? He got him, the agents talked him into it eventually. Wow. Yeah. It sounds like that mythical, what's that ice cream? How does your silver? agent get a cut of that? As far as the agent right. over that. <laughs> you can tag long once gets, yeah, just, There's just some guy in a suit with like a Bluetooth earpiece who wants every couple of trips gets to go with the family and yeah, stand yeah. in line. And like, well, you know, 10% Dean, of your front of the line cuts. For Dean Martin's uh, TV show back in the 50s, he never got money. He got GE stock. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, just pay me yeah. in GE stock because GE owned whatever. GE owned NBC, NBC or, and the whole thing, yeah. I, yeah. And uh, that worked out, turned out. Yeah, that worked out nice. for him just fine. He Dean, did okay. It's like always 50 cent in vitamin water. He got into ground floor in vitamin water. Yeah. 
I thought he like started it for some reason. He's not something. Big part of his brand was involved. I don't think he actually was in a lab making water, but like yeah. I feel like. <laughs> but have you tasted it? I don't think anyone's in a lab yeah. making water. I think they're dumping sugar into water and a little food dye and they're putting it out there. Uh, but I still drink that revive one. I still fall. I, I, I for love. The, the, like, oh yeah, I do too. I did the calorie like, recover from a rough night. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, Whoa, okay, you said so. Yeah, yeah. I did, I, I, it's good to make uh, vitamin water zero is good to mix with vodka. By the way, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Oh yeah, that was like one whole Bridgetown that was the mm. only. Mixer that we had donated. I was there so, that year. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's yeah. I got a taste oh, wow. for that that summer. Did you guys see that? Uh, you know, we have a probe that's about to fly by Pluto. Oh, uh, and it uh, just we just had some issues with it. The NASA's New Horizons space probe, ten days from a one-shot encounter with enigmatic Pluto. Uh, thank you for anthropomorphizing uh-huh. that pseudo planet. Stopped collecting science data Saturday after a technical problem interrupted this spacecraft's tightly choreographed flight plan. So we the guy's way out there, and we lost him for like an hour and a half. Got it back, but it's my f- manned. It's not. I'm calling him a guy. I think I would have heard. Yeah, yeah, right. That is it. Yeah, we've had it's, someone it's for twenty hell years. of a promotion <laughs> for that. Uh, but the 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 part that I loved about it was that uh, during that time, during the time that the autonomous autopilot on board the spacecraft recognized a problem, and as it's programmed to do in such a situation, switched from the main to the backup computer. So for an hour and a half, it recognized a problem and then came back on. That is like a that's like Event Horizon. That's like a space that's, horror movie. What problem was happening on board this thing? Well, that the, the probe was like we got to shut it down. That Pluto was crying. Yeah, uh, uh, you want to anthropomorphize it? It's been, was having, it like have you seen Ex Machina? Ex Machina? Have you pronounced it the movie? I, I have not seen I it yet. Yeah. Yeah. I keep bringing up. I things read it. Ones. Yeah. Oh, oh I don't, don't know. It was based on. Well, but it's I not. Know the movie's not based on a comic. Brian Cave on. No, it's not the Brian Cave on thing. They're lost. While we're on this sort of subject of artificial intelligence, did you see Google asked its artificial intelligence program questions about like it chatted with it about. Morality, and the question, the answers are creepy as shit. Um, uh, human, what is the purpose of living? Machine, to live forever. Ooh. Human, where are you now? Machine, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Human, what is the purpose of dying? Machine, to have a life. Uh, mm. Wow. Here's it, human. What is immoral? Machine, the fact that you have a child. <laughs> Whoa! What? <laughs> Whoa! What? Whoa! Yeah. What? That's weird. Uh, that's some high level I liked thought. It better or when, also random when collection of words. Gary Kasparov was just playing the computer in chess a little bit. Man, what's all this yeah. new stuff they're doing? Right. Uh, in the, they ask human, what is morality? And the machine responds with a question. It says, what is altruism? And the human follows up. So what is the definition of altruism to you? Machine, if you don't believe in God, then you don't know. <laughs> Mm. And then Sean well, Young and Harrison spooky, Ford man. lived forever <laughs> I go- after. So let's definitely we're on put probably, in- probably science. We are. We are. Uh, I googled the my my home page is BBC News, but I hit the the science thing. Did you know that cats control mice with chemicals? Yes. Yeah. Is it toxoplasmosis? Toxoplasmosis. Ta- ta- toxoplasmosis. What's the name of the? That's the What's condition, the that, and the, the, thing? the thing is toxoplasm gondii or whatever. And that's uh, what makes crazy cat ladies like our neighbor who feeds all the strays. Mm-hmm. Keeps yeah, them- yeah. We we got a neighbor who feeds all the strays, and she insists that we call her cat. Oh, her name's Kathy. Oh, oh and, uh, well, at least we it's, in, at least it it's nestled in there in the now name. Now it's cat. Yeah. And, uh, that, that, that condition can cause like schizophrenia. Like Kids that are raised in cat households have higher incidences of schizophrenia. And this is the same a, chemical used to control the mice? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a bacteria that's in there, like poop and pee and stuff. Right. And when, 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 uh, when rats and mice are infected with it, it makes them um, basically sexually attracted to cat urine, oh. which, as you can imagine, would cause problems for Right. Rats. So, so then... 
Yeah. They go it's get eaten. It's contained in their urine. So it basically lowers their impulse control, and that's the part that translates to humans is it lowers their impulse control. But you can't diagnose it until after the person's dead and you find it in their brain. And it's like like people people infected with it have higher incidences of like suicide, higher incidences of like getting in car crashes because they drive more recklessly. Oh, yeah. Um, so, and yeah, it's, it's beneficial to the cat lowering. still yeah. because they're like they're zombies for the cat basically yeah. like having to is yeah. that was was the thing you saw Jackie was the was the actual I, chemical I, called I didn't to, get the, the name of the chemical the bacteria this, uh, physical sensitivity to the chemical they keep referring to it oh. they're like they're not going to tell us the chemical because we're just <laughs> dumb it's like a New York Times article where they have to call everyone by their last name and capitalize it yeah. they just call it the chemical right. this, this they, is just big dog propaganda guys it's all mm-hmm. big corporate oh, dog wait a minute the, the <laughs> compound aptly named felinine oh okay uh, different felinine thing. And causes pregnant mice to abort. Oh, what? What? And uh, they have a physical, physiological response to this cat-specific compound. Chemical sensing mouse neurons in the mouse's brain pick up the scent, triggering a reaction which includes an increase in the levels of stress hormones. It's something that has existed in cats and mice for thousands of years, said Dr. Vanessenkaya. Russian. This new study revealed that baby mice exposed to the compound during a critical period in their development would, as adults, react quite differently, dif- differently to their arch enemy's smell. Uh, One-month-old mice to the chemical over two weeks. When they tested later, they were much less likely to flee the same scent. Mm-hmm. Oh, so if the, if they're around cats when they're super little, then they don't know that they're their natural enemies. They should be afraid yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. You got to watch Damn. a lot of Tom and Jerry cartoons. Is there anything <laughs> good about cats? I'll put it to the listeners. <laughs> is there an upside? What is the upside? Explain it to me. I'm staunchly pro cat, so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll fight you on this one. <laughs> okay, so, um, and your reasoning is they're delightful. Okay, and okay. for what? some reason, oh. I for you some have reason, clearly been mesmerized. Every time they pee, I just got to go over there and check it out. I don't know what it is, but yeah, yeah. He doesn't listen to this podcast, does he? Jake Weissman? Yeah, yeah. Jake, Jake, Jake Weissman will James. parachute in and stab yeah. us all <laughs> right now. What is it with uh, cats and alt comedy? When, is, it, is it just Marin? Is, it, uh, is that what started it? I think it's, it's. I think it's lonely, sad people do comedy, and oh, okay. lonely, sad okay. people like cats. Like cats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you and this is how how like dumb dumb I am when Jackie said that the pheromone can cause mice to abort, pregnant mice to abort. I just envisioned a tiny little clinic. And tiny little mice <laughs> going to make a little appointment, and uh, it was horrifying, but also delightful. They shouted out by religious. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> little mice holding up little signs. I don't think the side. mice have made it legal. I think there's tiny coat hangers. I tried to stop short of that. Okay. Do you guys read Watership Down? Yeah, there's a hidden chapter that a lot of people. Do well, no, no, the, the the in the in the first two chapters or something like that, the or the first chapter, I think it was. I can't. It's been a minute. But the rabbits were the female rabbits were reabsorbing their fetuses because there wasn't enough room in the warren, and r- actual rabbits will do that. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, if they do it a certain number of times, like more than that, they, they die. Like you, your body is like, no, I need to procreate. You can do this four times, and then you have to set out and you know find right. a new military leader. So their body and, does have a way of shutting that whole thing down. Yeah. A la whatever right? a la that weird politician yeah. who clearly well, thought that that wasn't fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Thought that we rabbits were definitely people. go back and reelect that guy yes. now that it turns uh, out history has proven man. him very right. Also, how about uh, what's the, is it Huckabee who did the thing about like oh, I don't know I could just feel like a woman and spend the day in the women's locker room as a kid, like Porky's style? Oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. right. Oh God, yeah. yeah. When there's when like, Caitlyn Jenner, there's like this whole like I mean that does make sense, quote unquote, from a purely puerile 
straight male thing like a teenager sense except no one would actually do it because right. no, they don't want to be the guy like girl even as a teenager guys know that girls don't like creepy dudes right <laughs> right but it's like he, in 2015 he's not even acknowledging that we now consider this thing that yeah. was pranks in the 80s and, that's sexual assault and, and his <laughs> idea that like oh I, I i think girls are sexy and i want to see them naked so i'll go smell their poop and pee it's like that, it's that doesn't weird. make any sense yeah it's just like and i mean i think i don't i don't hang out with any dudes that have spent a good portion I mean any weird thing that guys have done they're just like yeah I did a weird thing once and then I realized I shouldn't have done that weird thing and so I yeah. don't do it anymore yeah. oh, but, it was uh, very weird I was like, but I but it didn't work it wasn't like an effective right. way yeah. to get girls right, right. Oh, right. operant conditioning yeah, nice. yeah exactly. it's like, how does catcalling keep happening because you're never getting a positive reinforcement for that behavior I heard oh, a comic talk about how he's still gonna do it he's like no it works for me and <laughs> I was like it works? how does it work I think it's a um it's a cultural. I think it works for some communities. I've, I've seen it work. There for, are guys I've, I've who seen have for gone black dudes. With... I've seen black dudes get girls' numbers from from call, just calling out to girls in the street. Oh, yeah. okay. That is some. I had the the best. Uh, the the most gutsy. Uh, okay, so I'm at a stoplight. My car windows are down because my AC wasn't working at the time. It was probably ten years ago, and a uh, homeless guy soaking wet drunk i've been soaking wet drunk you guys have been soaking wet drunk well, of course. anyway Last so yeah. this guy and it's 98 degrees right it's the valley so i'm at a stoplight this guy soaking wet drunk stumbles up he's hammered but he goes hey do you have a dollar and i was like you know i don't have any change i'm sorry man and he goes all right no worries and he steps back on the uh, on the curb but now we're both awkwardly standing yeah, yeah, there yeah. while the stoplight there so he comes back i was like so you want to go out or something? <laughs> and I was like, gutsy stuff. Yeah. Gutsy, yeah. gutsy yeah. stuff. I was like, no, no, we're good. I think I'd have to buy. Yeah, like a, yeah right, right. And we're not even yeah. going Dutch on that yeah. one. Yeah, going and Dutch on like a Zagnut. Zag <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's not existing candy. Do- dollar well, Chinese bowls. Yeah. I work a lot in uh, the hidden camera prank area of television. And what I've learned, and so this sort of goes to the catcalling thing, is that if you were so programmed to kind of be polite, if you just go up and ask someone something or tell them to do something, by and large, they almost always do it. Mm-hmm. If you wow. just walk up to someone and say, I need you to hold this box, I need you to whatever, mm-hmm. it always happens. So I think the percentage of people that just say, hey, girl, I need you to give me your phone number, it scratches an itch where some people just don't want to rock a societal boat. And they're, and some percentage of them are just going to be like, oh, okay, here's here's my phone number. You know, Yeah, yeah. it is I a numbers game. I should do what game. someone asked me to my face to give yep. me money or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. My da- that's how my dad hits on women. It's literally it's a cold call situation. Right? Yeah. He's just he's, like he's just making cold he's calls. He's like a vacuum cleaner salesman, and yeah, yeah, door to door, man. Yep. It's a numbers yep. game. Yeah. Your dad has my, all my all my favorite dadisms come from stories about your dad <laughs> driving by uh, cows, and then uh, oh right, right. That's the first time I heard that was. Yeah, you, I heard uh, somebody sent me one the other day because I because he said the cow thing is uh, when you see a cow and you're like that's a, that's an amazing cow and you're like why is that amazing? Well, it's outstanding in this field, and uh, uh, hundreds yes. of times every time, yeah. But somebody sent me yesterday and I couldn't find a cow to tell my husband I really wanted to do the. I was like I got to tell you the joke anyway. Pretend there's a cow out there, and I was like that's a summer cow, and he's like why is that a summer cow? And I said well summer brown, summer black, summer both, and I was like that is a joke you. Would Tell a hundred times and get a laugh and seven every, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the title of a Wilco album, Summer Teeth, which is comes from the I got Summer Teeth. Some are there, some aren't. <laughs> well, thank you guys for bringing stories to this. I didn't realize yeah. I was going to be uh, regaled right, with right, additional. Right. Tried to awesome. a little bit, you know. I also want to thank all the listeners who have donated because we missed last week. It's been a bunch of people, so I will 
rifle through these names quickly. A bunch of monthly donors, including a few new ones. Um, Paul Freeland, John Waltz, Murphy Shane, Lund Fortman, Michael Crofty, Justin Broad, who also sent a bunch of stories that we talked about this week. Caroline Laco, Lindsay Eiserman, Anderson Jones, Madison Martinez, Paulo Saiz Navarro, Brooks Gilmore, and Matthew Arnold. Thank you for the monthly donations. David Horner sent in a one-time very generous donation. Thank you, David. Um, Susan Middleton did as well. And Jenna Harden, who's been listening to our show since the episode 50s. Thank you, Jenna. Eric Hester um, sent in money specifically for how good Jesse's plug for Western Razor was uh, on the episode when he's talking about his cancer diagnosis. And uh, Thomas Hatfield and Sophie Warren also sent donations. Thank you so much. You can do that by visiting probablyscience.com and clicking on Donate. And that's also where you can uh, find the link to use our Amazon affiliate program. So if you click on that before shopping Amazon, it kicks money back to us at no extra cost to you. You can always email probablyscience at gmail.com to send in stories. Uh, Eric Boisford also sent one in this week that we covered. I think we pee in the pool one. Thanks for the donations, guys. Uh, and I also want to say, Andy, thanks for all the caviar. It's, uh, yeah. it's uh, We didn't get to eat a lot of it. It's just going to get thrown out. But I do want to say it's always very nice My to have a wet amount of caviar. I'm tossing it out, but thank you. <laughs> yeah. Mom. <laughs> yeah, but but keep those coming, guys. <laughs> yeah, we just buy them in bulk. It's yeah. like they're not all going to. No, no, that's you to read all their names. Right. I never do that on the Dork Forest. I should read their. F- I it, always it was, think yeah. it was easier when there were fewer of them, and now that it's right. getting more popular, it's like wow, this is becoming like a, a thing that we. we to- thank you for the money, but yeah. it is it is yes. more of a it's a yeah it's a bit of a ch- challenge to read. I do these things called Dork Addendums. Oh, okay, where I read because I never read the. I never read any of the letters to for, to the Dork Forest. I, I read them and responded to them, but I never read them out loud. Yeah. So I am currently in 2013, and uh, I, uh, <laughs> oh, wow. I'm just uh, trying to catch up. Nice. How do you sleep? If I have uh, like inbox, I have inbox dread. When I think oh about, no like, no no! I respond to everybody and I email back okay. and forth. I mean, you want to email me? Attainable goal, folks. Uh, at Jackie at dot com, but um, but I never read them out loud and respond sort of publicly. Sort of, yeah, that, yeah. in the radio and, sense, of- right? So I I've been doing these fifteen minute dark attendums, but I should probably add all the nice people that donate. Sure, yeah, I'm looking nice for super fans. You looking for super fans? Supposedly we get podcasts get a thousand super fans a year. Everyone gives a hundred bucks. Uh, that's a hundred grand. That's that's uh, your that's life. a livable wage that's, right there. Yes. <laughs> like, um, didn't Jimmy Pardo? He's the first guy. Yeah. That I know of who like Made a bought living. a house who you know, yeah. was pod- podcasting as a primary source of income and it's doable oh, by the way if listeners don't already subscribe they should g- check out the dork forest in which you bring people on to talk about their various dork, dorkdoms dork, dork, dork. it's one of the longest running ones around too it's been got like, in the ground floor of uh, unlike uh, 50 cent or whoever got in the ground there's no money <laughs> in it <laughs> yeah, ground floor of podcasting I'm in my ninth year It'll yeah, be nine I remember wow. back in 06 yeah I think I was on it, and my dorkdom was just Portland, which isn't that interesting. Of a right, dork. right. Got to get everybody back on. I mean, the yeah. thing is, is everybody's welcome to be on the dork forest, the whole world. Uh, but uh, the list is long, and uh, squeaky wheel, squeaky wheel gets <laughs> oh, to be yeah, next. Yeah. Quite That's honestly, that's really the thing with all this stuff in this town. You yeah. know, you can't sit around and be like, "Why am I not?" Get-? Well, if you call someone, they'll probably give the thing yeah, you want. Right? They're, they're like, just like, "Oh, well, you just jumped ahead of thirty-two people because you were on my brain." Yeah. <laughs> so that's all you got to do, folks. Yep. Uh, so listeners can find uh, that. Is it just the dorkforest.com? It's dorkforest.com. Thedorkforest.com. So wait outside Jackie's house. Familypetancestry.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any any shows coming up you want listeners around the country or world to know about? I'm, I'm going to feature for Mike Kaplan uh, next week in uh, Minneapolis at Acme. I'm going to oh, do nice. all new stuff. Oh, cool. cool. Nice. And, Fun. Uh, and visit my family. And he's currently on, is he going through like uh, America's, America's Got Talent? Got Talent. Yeah, like I that think right he is, now. yeah. So it might be a fun new, new group of people who come oh, out to that. Oh, that'll be fun. So yeah. Those are always... People bag on those reality shows, but every time I've worked, you know, with people who were 
big on them. You get a whole group of people who've never been to a comedy show before. Yeah. Because they're network, they're network TV audiences, which aren't – we forget how, how niche comedy is. Right, right. Yeah. Is that – I mean, that could be a good or a bad thing, of course. New audiences can sometimes be uh, – how does this work? They're super right. happy to be there. Right. Like regular true. comedy club crowds. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Do you have but any Acme always, yeah. yeah. yeah it's always good. Best club in the country, right? Isn't yep. that the general consensus? Acme out in Minneapolis. So. Uh, Mark Ag, where can listeners find you? Just follow me at Mark Ag on Twitter. Any shows coming up? Nothing worth telling people about. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Look on Twitter. Yeah. 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 TJ Chambers. Yeah, I'm at, uh, as I am every year, I'm at San Diego Comic Con uh, all this upcoming week. So Wednesday through Sunday, uh, panel, comedy, comedy panel on Friday. Doing stand up at uh, something called Banff, the big awesome music festival. I think it's called. We are both outdoor, doing stand up. Andy will be at as well. Sunday. Uh, so Sunday afternoon, come by. They've built a whole cool big outdoor stage in a park right next to the convention center. Um, and then I'm just around the con all week. So give me a high five and a hug, and uh, it's always a lot of fun. Excellent. Speaking of conventiony things, don't forget to uh, get your tickets to the LA Podcast Festival, September 18th through 20th. LAPodfest.com. We will be there, as will tons of great podcasts like Mark Marin's The Dork Forest is going to be there. I'm looking at Will Wheaton. Oh, Ooh, no shit. Yeah. That's amazing. You know what his dorkdom is? Beer. Yeah, he, he makes yeah, his own yeah. beer. I'll yeah. see him at Comic Con. He does a uh, uh, Woot Stout. He makes a yeah. He makes all sorts of. Well, you'll talk about it on your show. That's awesome. But uh, yeah. Crafting beer is a good guy. Yeah. So yeah, tickets for that. You can get um, weekend passes, and uh, we're going to be announcing even more big shows in the upcoming weeks. Um, but a bunch of ones that haven't been there before that are huge that we're excited about, like Thrilling Adventure Hour. That should be a lot of fun. So lapodfest.com. Uh, as always, yeah, tweet us at Probably Science. And if you haven't already subscribed on iTunes, if you could do that, it helps out our stats and give us a rating, a review in iTunes, just anything. Just click the stars and just say, I like it. That's enough and it helps boost us up and make people find out about us. Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back with Matt next week and hopefully we'll start Skyping in with Jesse and go check out jessevscancer.libson.com for an update on him. Uh, we hope everything is going well with his treatment and we'll see you next week. Oh,